Listening to the voice, I come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back, just some back of what He even gave me, just a portion. You know, just I'm just trying, man, to 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 show some type of gratitude for all His blessings. I'm just trying to, man, just. Just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time, man. You got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, and, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, uh, trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game, or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second-place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want? You know, to be recognized in the bonus structure down at your job? Don't you 
want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who, who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And he brown nose and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What's that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. It's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? Hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When Let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's, let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up. Here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up into opportunity, what would you have? No, sir. It's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you're wrong, but you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you. And this is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way, to get it figured your way, and to lock in on your way, and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking their blessings? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, Cause this the way you do it. You think that make it the right way? You think jazz cause you done thought on it long and hard and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go, and let God. You heard him say that. I didn't I didn't get it, but I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's an amazing little saying though. 
Now, you know, you may not get it now. It took me a bunch of years to get it too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day, ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen because I'm open to it. So really, man. I'm, I'm, and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together, though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. You know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way, if you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the air and you don't... Hey, man, you better go have a relationship with God. See what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that. All right? All right, y'all. Talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, listen to me. Today is another great day. If you are listening to my voice, that means you are here alive and well, blessed and highly favored. And you should start, you should start your day off recognizing that fact now. Don't let what's happening in this world affect what's happening in your heart. God is good. God is merciful. He's great. He's worthy. He's ours. We are his. And I'm glad about that. I invite you all to rejoice today. For today is the day that the Lord has made. Yeah, it is. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm glad today. It's a lot of people on this show that's glad to be alive today. Shirley Strawberry. Let us rejoice, Steve. Good morning. I'm talking Hello. to Carla Pharrell. <laughs> Amen. Very grateful. Thank you. Good morning. I know good and well, Junior, that doggone kill Spates. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me to be grateful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. <laughs> well, another great day, another yeah. news cycle over the weekend. President Steele is, uh, Trump is, uh, I hope he dig in. My, I know this ain't the right prayer, but I hope he dig in. What? Dig in what? Right after the inauguration, dig in, just say he ain't leaving. Oh, you want to see some action in the yeah, I, want, I want him yeah. to go in with twist ties some and tasers. And you want some movement. You want, want some, some action in the Oval Office. Yeah, I want some gas, tasers, and twist ties. Get out. Yeah, Kick everybody. this up a notch. Let's go. Anybody that oh. stay in there with him, come get some. He wants to be in the bag waiting for otherwise. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you know, the sad thing about it is this guy is on the golf course. Yes. I know. He's During on pandemic. the golf course. Yeah. 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 That's really Record numbers hurtful. of deaths, hospitalizations mm-hmm. are high as they've ever been since the beginning of the pandemic. We have a real crisis on our hand. The stimulus package isn't passed. They had thousands and thousands of people in line in cars they showed on the news in Texas. That's a red state. For food. For food. Yeah. food. Oh, oh, and I can promise you them wasn't all Democrats in line. Hmm. Oh, come on. Oh, God, no. Oh, so are you saying the pandemic is not exclusive to a party? Is that what you're saying? What? (laughs) (laughs) To a party or your money? To to a party. (laughs) This is the one thing that all of us have in common. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we have all this going on, but he's where now? Where did you say he was? A whole number. I want to make sure. On the golf course. Because he's our president, our leader. Chilling. He ain't doing nothing. And the He's COVID the numbers trap. are going up daily. Yeah. Ain't heard about the uh, ain't heard about the uh, stimulus package. Ain't heard right. about the platinum package. Ain't heard about the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, nothing. Ain't heard about contract nothing. with Black America. Uh, contract with Black America. <laughs> I wish I would, and y'all just turned me down in Detroit, Atlanta, and Philly. I'm like, <laughs> my con- contract with y'all's black ass is off. <laughs> He tore it up. Tore that up. Contract with no damn blacks. All right, listen. uh, Coming up, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so did you guys have a great weekend? I just got to ask. Oh, did we? Everybody yeah. did. Man, oh, yeah. it was a great weekend. What? A Good. really, really great weekend. All you I did go was home. work. I worked most of the weekend around the house. I did some If y'all have saw me working around the house, y'all would have been. Y'all would have video. Y'all would have been laughing. Oh, yeah, I would have yeah, taken. What does that mean? Oh, what yeah. is working sure around the house? What are you doing? For like, sure. Raking leaves. Yeah. Doing we what, Shirley? Come on. I you said, what were you no doing? Way. Like raking leaves and stuff. No, I was uh, carrying moving blankets and moving furniture. Oh. And uh, you know, by hand, you know, moving it myself, you know. What? Uh, what did you do specifically? What'd you move? Some chairs and what else? Some chairs some and blankets. some moving blankets. Some, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, wow, stained or uh, primed the wall. You must be tired. <laughs> Woo! You must be exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the CLO. It is that time for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer, the CLO, as the nephew says. Uh, are you ready, sir? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. This one is from Yvonne in Southfield, Michigan. She says, I'm in my early 60s and I'm dating a very handsome man that's a few years older. He's perfect for me in all ways except one. I prefer to be nude 90% of the time when I'm at home. And that's a problem for him. When he met me, I was barely dressed and I could see his eyes following my breasts in my shirt. Sex is amazing with him, but I wish he'd open up and be more in tune with being nude. He says it's not his thing, and I get that, but why is he trying to change me? My body is still in good shape, so I'm going to show it off. What's wrong with that? Well, it ain't nothing wrong with that. You're at home. You know, you can do what you want to do, but when I was a little curious about when you said when you first met him, uh-huh. you was barely dressed <laughs> in. Where, where was your ass then? <laughs> Uh, because we're starting to get off into exhibitionist type thing right now. 
Well, where was your old ass at 60 somewhere badly dressed? That's what I was. Do they have uh, clubs like that? Do they have like, <laughs> She's just out there braless. Yeah. You know, senior strip. <laughs> I didn't know they had them. But anyway, what you do at your strip. house is your business, but you can't expect him to change no more than he can expect you to right. change, but mm-hmm. you want him to. He older, he older than you. Yeah, Hard to age. teach an old dog a new trick. Mm-hmm. He want him to be more free and but you know, and then sometimes, you know, now that you finally got somebody after I don't know how long, but could it be that the element of surprise and imagination and wonderment plays a part in the hunt for a man? You need to understand that. But if you just gonna walk around ass naked all the day, you know, it ain't ain't nothing to ask you to do. So but come just, on over here now. You're just sitting on all the furniture and stuff naked. You know, just okay. naked. I mean, I got you in shape and everything, and that's yeah. cool. It would like all that, but let's okay. let's unveil it every now and then. You know, don't kill right. the man with the thrill of the hunt. You right. know, when he ain't there, walk around naked. Mm. Yeah. But if you I like need somebody that. to see you, you're an exhibitionist. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> Connie in Richmond, Virginia, says, I'm a retired married female, and I work part-time at a high-end restaurant. Last week, my husband's brother came in with a lady that wasn't his wife. He sat next to her in a booth, and I noticed he ordered her food for her, and then they shared a dessert. He knows I work there, and I made sure I went by his table so he could see me. I told my husband about it, and he got mad at me for telling him. He said I was gossiping, and I needed to leave it alone. I'm very close to my brother-in-law and his wife, so I can't leave it alone. Should I tell my sister-in-law? No, see, you need to make up your mind. If you say you're very close to your brother-in-law, then be close to him. It ain't your business. What what part of this don't don't y'all get? It ain't your business. He brought her to the restaurant he know you work at. Obviously, he don't give a damn. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, I don't even understand Clearly. that move right there. Why yeah. Why would he even put that why out there? So, that? you know, and you don't know the relationship between your brother-in-law and his uh, wife. You don't know what they got going on. You don't know if their marriage ain't happy. You don't know what's going on. Stay out of it. It ain't yeah. your business. She said she Damn. can't leave it alone. Yes, you can. All you got to do is leave it alone. You retired, but you work at the restaurant. What? Why don't you just retire? Quit going down there. Maybe she needs some money. Yeah, it's her fault. Yeah. Hit the job. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what you retire for if you're going to keep working? Because <laughs> maybe she gets bored at home. Money, maybe? Yeah. Well, or when maybe I retire, she... trust and believe. Woof. This letter is not about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, then it, it, it ain't. A, it's about her business. Stay, mind your business. You have enough to contend with. Where about where your husband at? Why you at work? That's probably the issue. That's that's, that's probably is. the issue. That triggered something in Stay her out about of her it. relationship. Yeah. All right. George in Florida says I'm a 29 year old single male and I have a big problem with keeping a girlfriend after we have sex. <laughs> all right. All right. I was dating a woman for two months and we waited to have sex. When we finally did, she told me to stop in the middle of it. Wow. And she told me that it wasn't going to work out between us. 
This happens all too often, and I need advice on how to handle this. Most men get dumped because they're too small, but I get dumped because I am large. My dad used to joke about it, and he was always so proud of me because of my size. It's no laughing matter now. Please help. Ain't nobody got time for this, George. What you're not finna come up in here and disrupt my future or my plans with all this extra you got. You're not finna come up in here and tear the playground George. up for other people that might want to play on the playground. What you're not finna do is come up in here with all this extra. It ain't no pleasure in it for me. Sometimes, George, you can have extra and don't know how to use the extra. Too much is too much, yeah. See, you got to learn, it ain't it ain't about you. You got to find a way to pleasure the other person, not do the other person. <laughs> but it's his dad's fault, I'll Anaconda. say, because his dad used to joke about it. Uh, he proud. Yeah. <laughs> my boy. boy. This my lady boy, stopped yeah. you in the middle of it and said, stop, stop, this ain't going to work out. This is not going to work out. All right, thank you, CLO. Coming You're up, trying too hard, George. Deacon Def Jam with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in national news, President Trump finally admits what's wrong. Joe Biden won. What's wrong, Steve? But he won't concede. And in entertainment news, <laughs> we'll run down some of the highlights from last night's people. Yeah, People's Choice Awards. Shirley, uh-huh. can I ask a question? Yeah. No, I ain't trying Don't to rush you, but when is sports? Hey, oh, it's man. coming oh, up at uh, oh, in the 8 right. o'clock hour, Later, right, yeah. right after okay. the strawberry okay. letter or something. Uh-uh. Go ahead, Shirley. My, anyway, we're going to talk about last Woo! night's People's <laughs> Choice Awards, uh, all these stories at the top of the hour, and some sports later on for you, Steve. But right now, it is Monday, so you know what that means. It's time to have some fun with church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. I... I, oh, I, we gavel on this blessed Monday morning to hear once again the rigorous, the ostentatious, the diabolical complaints of an ungraciousness of this congregation. Lord, I'm preaching now. Deacon, you have uh, complaints from the church (laughs) as usual on this Monday. Go ahead. All right, Pastor. Uh, Let's get down to it. Deacon Leonard, who ran for church president, as you know, he lost, and now he's demanding a recount. And uh, we've already had three recounts, and he won't stop. So you're going to have to talk to... uh, Deacon Leonard, he he, he just won't uh, concede. Tell Deacon Leonard that he is no longer Deacon Leonard. He's just Leonard. (laughs) Not the title. We've done three (laughs) votes. He's been voted out. He's just Leonard now. Mm. At best, we will allow him to be called Brother Leonard. But Deacon (laughs) is out. That's pushing it up. Ain't a more damn recount. I'm just going to call him Leonard because the yeah. recount is substantial. Yeah. Yes, it is, Pastor. Uh, on that same subject, Pastor, the person who signs, uh, you know, who does the sign language while they're standing next to you, it's been noted that they are not saying anything close to what you're saying. They're saying a lot of bad things about you. What would you like to do about this? 
We don't, I don't really know because I was not uh, partaking in the educational uh, department of signing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have seen the middle finger go up okay. several times <laughs> during service. Uh, and uh, I've seen that. And so I knew something was going on, but I was mentioning voting in Donald Trump at the time, so that's why I let it slide. <laughs> so I figured he was, you know, he was saying Trump, and that middle uh-huh. finger was the base of the teeth. Yeah. And more like Trump, and then it kind of led. So I didn't really know. Go ahead. Really, yeah. Pastor? I don't care what he's saying, cause, and most of the people in the congregation don't know either. Uh-huh. Now, Pastor, the church members have noted that there's a lot of communion wine left over, and they want to know, would you be interested in turning the basement into a Christian after hours joint? You know, it looks like it could turn a profit, but that's, yeah, it's up to you, though. No, we uh, have a lot of extra communion because I have, we have so many uh, AA members here at the church mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> I found it better to just use Kool-Aid. Oh. And, oh. and it has been a, a preventive measure of having uh, people fall back into or uh, backward lives. Yeah. And so uh, okay. We won't be doing that. There'll be no after-hour club at the church. Uh-huh. Seven no after-hour. All no, right. No, all so right. Too many of them is AA members. We just do gotcha. Just, now, look at here. Precautionary uh, measures. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's been a, uh, some Zoom sex going on during service. We need you to speak what? with Sister. Uh, yeah, Zoom it's some sex. Zoom sex happening. You need to speak with uh, Sister Lorenda Taylor. Now, yesterday... She was saying, oh, God, yes, Lord, yes, yes. That was not due to your sermon. You know that, don't you? Mm. Oh, you do, well, Pastor? Uh, <laughs> I'm very aware of that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, what What you got what, to say? Yeah, what is uh, this? Uh, uh, are you speechless? What's, what's happening? Well, was uh, she at your house? I, I, I was, uh, well, Sister Lorinda's computer went down. Not my pastor. Uh-huh. And uh, I told her she could come and watch the service over here. And uh, y'all, y'all didn't see her in the Zoom shot, did you? No, no. Uh, and you're okay. concerned yeah. because Uh-oh. because then you would have known uh, that she was just a uh, fool. Uh, oh, full of the spirit is what mm-hmm. you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, however, you need to phrase it. <laughs> 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 what suits you? <laughs> she need to make you feel better. I got to say. Uh, Pastor, we got a situation here. As you know, uh, we were feeding the hungry over the weekend. And the we, members we, don't oh, understand. Oh, excuse me. I didn't get that. We we was what? We were feeding the hungry over the uh, weekend. Uh, yeah, yes, we were. And uh, they don't understand why they kept seeing you come back for plate after plate after plate. And now we ended up 60 plate shorts. And some of the members don't there's been, you know, they have a problem with this. Do you have something you want to explain? Uh, you know, uh, I don't understand what that complaint could possibly be about. We was uh-huh. feeding the hungry. Obviously, I was hungry, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and now you're putting these, you're trying to fake us. I didn't get a nine-inch plate. I got a saucer. I had to go around four times to make a plate. <laughs> Trying to be kind and generous to the homeless and the setback and the stimulus package needing people. Uh-huh. So, yes, I had a saucer. 
<laughs> and I went back four, five times. Yeah. Wow. You really were hungry. I yeah. noticed you, Deacon, had a full-size plate. And <laughs> pile high. I only had one plate, Pastor. Well, you, you went, went you oh. pile high, though. You can't pile high on the salsa. <laughs> I'll be damned. Hard as I'm working towards this church and congregation, and I just can't get a plate of food. Stop counting my trips around the table. He's upset about that oh, one. Not good. Uh, uh, last but not least, I'll be damned. Pastor, uh, Donald Trump has called and asked could he be on our prayer list. Uh, Sister Berta told him hell to the now, but that's up to you if you want to pray for him or not. We have so many things <laughs> that require prayer. Mm -hmm. So many subjects, ailments, members sick and shutting, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. We're not wasting wine, not one iota of breath <laughs> <laughs> on DT. Notice I called him DT, DT? to save breath that I wouldn't have to say Donald Trump. <laughs> we don't give a flying. <laughs> Fix it now. Fix it. Go ahead. Mo Start it up. There's no, I have to cuss. There is no substitution. <laughs> Come on, Pastor. You don't have to. <laughs> Tell yeah. Trump. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Not to bring his monkey ass down here <laughs> looking for prayer. That ain't what we doing. All right. Thank you, Deacon. Thank you, Pastor. Coming up, entertainment and national news right after entertain this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Jeremiah is the latest singer to battle against COVID-19. On Saturday, 50 Cent and Chance the Rapper asked for fans to send prayers and good vibes Jeremiah's way. 50 Cent said that uh, the 33-year-old was in the ICU in Chicago, adding he's not doing well. Uh, this COVID stuff is real. We're all praying for Jeremiah for sure. Wow. Uh, you know, see, man, we got to yeah. get serious because this it affects... No, you don't know how it's going to affect you. Right. Some people right, are asymptomatic. See. Some people have some symptoms, a couple of mm -hmm. them. And some of this stuff, man, it just, it drops. It's just taking people out, man. Man, yeah. this is it terrible. Is. It is. Yeah. It really so is. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we have to do what we can do for now, and that's wash our hands and wear masks and social distance. That's what we know now, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Uh, switching gears here, though, uh, in other entertainment news, last night was the People's Choice Awards. Jennifer Lopez, congratulations to her, won the People's Icon Award. Uh, mm -hmm. Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, I don't know who else they could have chosen for the Fashion Icon Award. That's what she won. Congratulations. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Mr. Tyler Perry won the People's Champion Award. Take a listen as Tyler Perry tells us to keep digging. In this world, we're all digging wells. In our lives, we're digging wells. We're digging wells in relationships where we put all this time and effort and energy, and sometimes it doesn't give us what we need. We put all our time and effort and energy in our dreams and our business, and it doesn't give us what we need or what we were after. But if you just keep digging, my God, if you could just hear me right now, just keep digging. You may be four inches away from every gift and every blessing that you've ever wanted in your life. Had I given up... Had I given up when, when, I was, when I was homeless, when I was sleeping in my car, when I was hungry, had I given up, these people that you see on this screen right now would not be a part of my dream. 
There are people who are tied into your dream and your destiny, and you are worthy of getting to your goal. Keep digging. Don't stop. Love it. Yes, Keep sir. digging. Love it, love it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, if Joe Biden had stopped, he wouldn't be president-elect today, you know, after three tries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of news. That's not a good example, Shirley, with this (laughs) fool not vacating the White House. That's really not a good example. Nice try. Don't worry. Biden will be there on the 20th of January, whether uh, President Trump wants him to or not. In today's, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't. In today's national news, speaking of Trump, on Sunday, uh, finally admitted that Joe Biden won the presidential election. But with a little caveat there, Trump tweeted on Sunday, he won because the election was rigged. (laughs) Once again, repeating his unproven claims of election fraud. But he has millions of people who who support him, who believe him. They're riding with him. Yeah, ride or die. Also, uh, did you see Saturday the Million MAGA March in D.C.? I didn't see the Million uh, with MAGA the... March. I saw the 10,000 people MAGA March. <laughs> million, nowhere in sight. Nowhere uh, uh, <laughs> I saw a street field MAGA March. Right. <laughs> That's, you're, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, Junior. These were pro-Trump supporters. There were a few arrests and some confrontations. President Trump even gave his fans a highlight by driving by in his motorcade next to his supporters, smiling and waving, okay? So you're not out there with them. You're just rolling by in your warm car. Who goes out amongst the protesters? Yeah. As a president. You know, man, where where it's another side, too, that was Mm -hmm. out there. You just don't. He's just anybody clapping for him, anybody worshiping him, Anybody doing anything towards him that's nice, he he just with it, man. He's a yeah. He's a yeah. simple minded. Oh, they love me. Let me go like out here. Me. Like me, like me. You should have got like them me? to help him pack his stuff. <laughs> they got plenty of Since, trucks, Tommy. Don't worry about they it. So, they got so <laughs> much time on their hands. Y'all got yeah. all this time on your hands. Pack mm-hmm. his More. stuff up. Yeah, Trump did not stay for the rally. Uh, he went for a round of golf in Virginia instead. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Um, do he own these? Do he own these golf courses that he's playing on? Uh, not per se. He okay. licenses out his name. You know, he may have some of his money in one, but he doesn't use his money for these things. He licenses out his name. He uses other people' money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he, they, he just licenses out the name. Yeah, gotcha. I think he you should know. do more of that. You know. I mean, I'm I'm looking presidency. forward to him to not getting out of office. I'm looking forward to him to getting out of office. So I and why is like, that, Steve? Because he got some great golf courses, man. Too, <laughs> the golf courses is the bomb. <laughs> Do I that. just can't be seen down there now. No. But when his ass is that. out, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could do that. He could yeah. go do golf. Ain't nobody uh, hating on him on that. He just can't run this country. He got to go. No. Go play golf. Go do what you well, do. You, you golfing. Because you could be out on the golf. Huh, no, I'm ahead, saying, Shirley, sure, you golfing, but when you gonna pick this moving company? That's what we need to know. <laughs> when, who you going with? Mayflower? Who you, who you using? Atlas. <laughs> At, who getting your ass out? Is what we need. Look to like know. he gonna go with Chevy Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he go. That motorcade. Dodge Ram. Be a lot of them out there. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotta go with something. I, I mean, yeah. he's just gotta go. Just go. I don't care if he leaves his stuff in there and just walks away, gets new stuff. Just go. Just get out. 
Just stop yeah, being meanwhile, rude. Stop you being got mean and rude. over 130 no. Secret Service agents testing positive for coronavirus. Yeah. Now you riding out. Can. Really? I didn't Rally. know. Yeah. Man, this dude right here. Yeah, it, it's out. a mess. It, it's just a mess. Get, get put out. <laughs> I love it's this junior, though. Yeah, <laughs> Carly, getting put out of a relationship, getting put out the White House, same damn thing. I was going to say last week, Junior. It's a messy yeah. divorce. You it's the same way. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up in 20 minutes after Thanksgiving road trip memories, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We all know the holidays are looking a bit different, and most of America is planning on hitting the road instead of the skies to see family. You heard us going rogue last week, all of us, and we're continuing to go rogue by partnering with Nissan to bring you the ultimate Thanksgiving rogue trip playlist. Uh, With five different drive modes and advanced technology, the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue is perfect for your family road trip. And have you seen the features? They're unbeatable, like LED lights and two-tone color options on the exterior. And as we head out for the Thanksgiving holiday, we are looking for your help to create the ultimate Rogue trip playlist. So... Jump on social media and tell us what songs should, should make our playlist by using the hashtag SHMS Rogue Trip. That's SHMS Rogue Trip to nominate your favorite song. Thanks to the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, your Thanksgiving road trip just got a whole lot better. I like it. All right. I like it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let me see Junior. what song. What uh-huh. song, though? What song, y'all? What I wanted song? to ask Junior. Road yeah. trip song. You, Junior, if you seen Jodeci, I you know I he's oh, the whole oh, trip. The whole that's, trip. That's the whole Take trip. Take my <laughs> money. <laughs> that's the whole trip. My car. <laughs> man, he had so, some good road trips. Because oh, Junior is the fifth member of Jodeci, oh, in case Jodeci. you didn't know. But you know what, Sheldon? Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. Uh-huh. We had some great trips at Thanksgiving. I've had some great ones. Yeah. yeah. Ten. Uh-huh. Ten years old. Mm-hmm. Knee-high socks. Yellow yeah. shirt, blue shorts, and mm-hmm. some uh, K-Swiss headed to Macon, Georgia from Houston to see my auntie and my family for Thanksgiving. 12-hour okay. trip took 16 hours because our country behind had to stop at every state line, sign we saw, and get out and take a picture. Yes. We stop. <laughs> at the border. Alabama, we stopped. Florida, we stopped. That's when I first discovered Bucky's. I love Bucky's. Oh, me too. Oh, oh my God. What is Bucky's? Bucky's is a truck stop slash Walmart. It's gigantic. It's gigantic. gigantic. Yeah. But oh. it's got everything in it. Man. But no trucks are allowed. Ain't though. no trucks in there. <laughs> My daddy had a strict rule. You got 10 minutes to get whatever you got. You get left if you ain't back in this van. Surely they got at least 50 gas pumps. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Oh, a yes. truck stop with no trucks? No, no trucks. Yep. No 18 nope. yep. no wheelers allowed. It's but, good. Junior, were you ever late? Did you ever go past ten, the 10 minutes? Oh, uh-uh, no, my dad didn't play okay. that. No, you're you, you going to be in that truck. You gonna be, uh-huh. It's two minivans, and we passing sandwiches up to the back to the front. My grandmother back there making sandwiches. Hand <laughs> them over. Ham, salami, uh, hog head cheese, uh, whatever it is you want on your sandwich, you can get it. They got right. it for you. They got it. We ain't stopping it. no more now. From the back to the front, sign. though. Yeah, back to the front. 
You don't eat the one hand until you pass it forward. I love your family, Junior. I love it. All right, coming up 34 minutes after the hour, call us 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, call us 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. Tell us what's on your mind. All right, let's go to the phones. You ready, Steve? Yes, sir. Line three. Yes, sir. Line three. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> Line three, brother Charles. <clears throat> hey, Charles. Out of Atlanta. <laughs> Charles. Uncle Steve, I got to call and congratulate the nephew. I know you're going to be proud of him. He came to Atlanta and he knocked it out of the box, Uncle Steve. I Did he? I saw you when you was at the arena and I went to see nephew time and he threw it out of the box. That's Thank good, you, man. Did Aww. you enjoy yourself? Yeah, I enjoyed myself. Uncle Steve, I was all over the floor. He said, somebody get that drunk man up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> He's still drunk. He, he clowned on me, Uncle Steve. He clowned on you. And I don't even drink, Uncle Steve. I don't even drink. Hey, man, let oh. me ask you a question. He was up on the stage clowning you. So let me ask you this. Well, I just have one question. When he was up on the stage from where you were sitting, Uh-oh. did he look tall? Uncle <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I told my wife, I said, you know what? He said, nephew, tell me short. Nephew, tell me tall. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He was on four foot stage. I know. That's right. He was on four foot stage and you were sitting down. All right. I look 6'2". <laughs> he yeah. said you did great, nephew. That's great. Great call, Thank man. You, Congratulations, uh-huh. boy. All right, let's go to line five and talk to Leon out of uh, Vero Beach, Florida. Hey, Leon. How you doing, Steve? Good morning. What's up, man? What's on your mind? Oh, man. I had a road trip. My family, man, we was coming out of, West, we was coming out of um, New Jersey, coming down to West Palm Beach, Florida. And my dad wanted to stop at the uh, uh, south of the border. First time there. We spent almost two days there, see? Mm. Wow. And my mom got married. We got the hotel there. My mom got married. And she wanted to go back home. So we all made it down <laughs> to take the West Coast Beach, though. But that trip there was was a trip I, I can never forget. So your father liked south of the border that much? Yes, he did. I mean, mm. he spent so much money there, see, that... I don't we had to call that. back home and had mama send me send our grandma to send some more money down. <laughs> the hell was he doing? Hey, wow, so, did they open that casino <laughs> in south of the border? Uh, I have a that they haven't been on the south of the border for more while, Steve. No, that's no, what I, I was saying. So. What the hell was he doing down there for two days? I don't know. I'm sorry, oh, Steve. I've been to the south yeah. of the border. Mm. <laughs> well, you done seen that sign if you drive. That's uh-huh. old. It's been around a long time. Lord have mercy. It's, it ain't, it ain't, it's not a two-day visit, y'all. Not, All not. right, Leon. <laughs> Thank Jesus. you. 30 minutes and you should be done got all you wanted out of South Carolina. <laughs> Let's go to line two and talk to James out of Cordova, Tennessee. Hey, James. Good morning, Steve. Uh, good morning, I called James. To, uh, <laughs> I called to talk with you a, a wee bit about criminal justice reform. I do not have your permission, so I will not mention the title of the book that I have written, but I would like to send an autographed copy of it to you. Uh, forgive any perceived hubris on my part, but I'm quite confident you'll find the content compelling. 
Okay, we'll do that. Uh, hang on and let uh, and let Mississippi Monica get your information. Thank okay. you, James. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, you went from south of the border to James. <laughs> Line six, Randy. If we have time, out of Brunswick, Georgia. Randy. Hey, buddy. What's up, man? Hey, not much. I like to say, nephew Thomas. I wish you would please come to Brunswick. And show out down here. Oh, Everybody, yeah. we all listen to you every day. You are one of the best out there. You and Steve and Shirley, you're you're awesome. And we like to say that um, Joe Biden, we done it, we done it. Now Trump, get out. <laughs> yeah. Get your butt out. Very succinct message. You. <laughs> all right, that's pretty good, man. So, Tommy, you got to go down to Brunswick, though. Me and you both, we going together. And Shirley going to introduce you. We're going to come back and do the doggone thing. Coming to the stage. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, the cat is out of the bag. The cat is out of the bag. We'll get into that in just a bit. Right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, I feel like a little curry goat. Anybody feel like a little curry goat? Let's have a little curry goat right now. Let's go, no. man. Come on, Not cat really. dog. Curry I feel goat. Like a person. I feel like a human. Hello? Hello? Yeah. I'm trying to reach a, um, a Mr. Is this Mr. Yeah, this is This is Benjamin Dixon. Trevor is my son. He goes to school with your son, now. Yeah. He, uh, he went to a birthday party that your son had last weekend. Am I right? Yeah. Well, listen, I understand. You're right. I, listen, I have a problem with you, Mr. Because I understand that you all are, are Jamaican and from Jamaica. But listen, you guys serve the children curry goat. You don't serve kids curry goat. Everybody's child doesn't eat curry goat. Pete, what happened to what happened to ice cream and cake and punch and maybe even a pizza at a birthday party for kids? But curry goat? That's out of oh, the question. Oh, you oh you mean? But I mean I understand what you're talking about. Oh, you mean oh you mean me not feed the kids them curry goat? That me feed them anything. But what what you talking about, brethren? Say what? What what, what you talking about? Oh, you mean oh you mean you have a problem with me? Oh, you have a problem with me? I got a you problem. Have- I got a problem with. Any parents who who decides on their own that in, uh, somebody else's child, it's okay to feed them some curry goat. My child don't eat no goat. We eat chicken. We eat steak. We eat cow. We don't eat curry goat. Yo, him eat it at a birthday party, though. Eh? Him, him eat it at a birthday party. And why you, man, if you would have told me that you some too. So, so rude boy, no call me with your... With your anger and a, uh, and a go on and a, and a rumble for me, you know, brethren. Because you don't know who you're dealing with, you know. Okay, I need you to slow it down for me, man. I ain't understanding nothing you're you saying. Can't, you can't tell me for slow it down. You call me on a go so you can't tell me for slow it down. On my phone, you're calling up. Look, man, all I'm saying is you, you, this, this is disrespectful to the child, to people's parents. You're going out on your own liberty deciding on what you're going to feed somebody. You got to feed them normal stuff. You can't do that. Kids, uh, at, at, at birthday parties here in the States, man, it's uh, pizza, it's ice cream, it's cake, it's 
punch. That's yeah. it. Hot dogs, maybe. But not no damn curry goat. Man, I'm here run this show, brethren. Don't tell me what to do. Eh? I'm here run this. So y'all come tell me about, about, about disrespect. You disrespect me, I call my phone. I, I'm not disrespecting you by calling your phone. I want to know why it is you doing something like this. And I bet you these other parents don't know you've been serving goat. Yo, kiss man. Who, who, who the you is? Hey, you you want to meet me? I'm sure you who Donovan father is. Eh? How come tell me no bull eh? Oh, you want to? Oh, no. oh, you want to? Who, who, who you, brethren? Who the hell is you? Eh? I don't know you from Adam Bridge and I come talk on my phone and call with it. Yo, yo, you, you, you know, you know who the f can deal with? Eh, eh, eh. You know something, man, just bring it up now, you know? Oh, you, 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 you want to meet me somewhere? Is that what you want to do? Me meet you, me, me, Bridget. Me meet you right now. You understand me? Me, me, Bridget. You don't know who you are dealing with, you know? You're going to make me hurt you, man. If I, if, if I come over there, you're going to make me hurt you. You hear me? Then I mean this, man. Now, no. I, I, I call you because I'm a concerned parent about my child. Uh, 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 and, and then you got a nerve to, hit, to tell me. You're the one that's in the wrong. Yo, man. Me not hell. Me not in the wrong, Bertrand. Me not in the wrong. You understand me? So come tell me. Be the big man, you know. Come tell me about me not in the wrong. You and the wrong to call my phone. Yo. Just tell me where you're there now, and me come meet you, and me I'll feed you some curry goat, you and your family, and you and you can't just leave me alone. You ain't finna feed my family. No, you don't bring my family in this, man. You I, don't bring me, but you don't bring my wife and my kids into nothing. You hear me? I'm give your wife and your mama, and everybody grandmama. So come tell me I got, I, I got one. You know what, man? I'm going to tell you. I'm, I got something I want to tell you. You listening? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Patsy. What the hell? I don't believe you, man. I don't know no like that. <laughs> you, you, hey, hey, you just got pranked by your sister Patsy, man. She, she put me up to this, dog. Boy, I tell you, man, I'm so sweat, boy. I'm like I need to get a blood pressure check. <laughs> I got a low, I got a low tolerance. My tolerance very low. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, man. But anyway, I'm gonna still feed you and your family some curry goat, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite you to the house. I'm gonna have nothing but curry goat. I bet it's I good too. Give you, I ain't gonna have no rice with it or nothing. Just pure curry goat. You know when you get angry. American people really can't understand what you're saying. You went on, you went on a Jamaican run. <laughs> They're like, what the hell that boy saying? <laughs> we gotta give a shout out to all of the Jamaicans out there, baby. <laughs> what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show, <laughs> New York City, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Booyaka, 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 booyaka. You know, I love that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Curry goat for Thanksgiving, point. Tommy. Curry goat. Yeah, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. That'd be good. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving, the day after, the nephew is going to Waco at the Hippodrome. Two shows, COVID-19 safe. Get your tickets. I will be in town. That's nephew Tommy and my friends will be right there acting a doggone fool. Same way we did in Atlanta. We're going to act another fool down in Waco. So Waco, Texas, get ready. The nephew is coming to town. Stupidity at its all-out best. Yes, coming your way. <laughs> Well, you got phone ignorance. calls today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they loved you. On the way. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. I ain't been out in a minute. I'm, my voice struggling right now, but I'm. I'll be back. I'll be back. Go ahead, <laughs> get out there, man. Let me know how it go. You come back safe. Yeah, all you need is all you need is like taller lungs. <laughs> taller lungs. <laughs> is that what? That's what he needs. He'll never let that? it go. <laughs> he said that's You heard what that man said? That man <laughs> said Tommy is not short. I'm telling you, man, I, 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 on stage, the, I look the stage, too, though. I know, because the stage is elevated and people <laughs> are sitting down. I love that, voice. That's why you up. look tall. Did you hear what he said? Uh, he said on that uh-huh. stage, I look 6'2". It's a difference uh-huh. between being 6'2 and looking 6'2". Way I look different. 6'2 on stage. <laughs> Way different. In that picture you sent out, you was the same size as all them people in the picture. <laughs> well, what's uh, wrong with that, Steve? They was girls. So <laughs> them the ready to love girls came out. But what, you talking about something? You saying I look as tall as them? I'm taller than them now. Come on, you got to give me that on. You had hat on. That's what makes. <laughs> you did have a hat on. <laughs> he is doing you, oh, boy. No. Okay, I did have a hat on, but did I? Didn't I look six two on the picture? Uh-uh. What, like nah, Prince? Hell no, because the girl on the end, she bent over touching her knee, and y'all was eye to eye. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the picture. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, just stay safe out there, Tommy. Just stay safe out there. That's all. Yeah. Wash your hands. Definitely. Uh Yeah. Wash your hands. Every, every, man. I'm doing everything I can, every precaution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So far, so good. Yep. So far, so good. Yeah, you're doing great, man. Yeah. What happened to Tiger Woods this weekend, man? No, he the did. Right. He just had that ten on the uh, on that par three. He had just a ten, a ten wow. on the par three, and then after that, he had four birdies. He got oh. to a par three and scored a ten, Tommy. Golf talk. Wow, wow. All right, coming up next, strawberry letters. Subject: The cat is out of the bag. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Okay? Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right. Who was that? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, nephew. The cat is out of the bag is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 55-year-old married successful woman sleeping with my son's best friend. He and my son have been the best of friends since the second grade, and now they're both 27 years old. The best friend, who we'll call David, has been working with me for a year as my accountant. I let the rest of my employees work from home during COVID-19, but David came into the office to complete our annual taxes, and that's when it started. He came on to me one day, and it was very abrupt, but I like how he handled the situation. He basically threw me onto his desk and, and slapped 
sloppy kissing and ripping off clothes came next. I can't say that I didn't want it. He told me that he was tired of me flirting with him, so it was time to give me what I wanted. He's been giving it to me since April, and now that my other employees are back at work, I try to avoid David until everyone leaves for the day. David and my son still hang out, and recently David made a big mistake and let the cat out of the bag. They were out drinking, and David offered to pay the tab, and he mistakenly pulled out my credit card that I'd let him use for shopping and personal items. My son saw it, and he asked David about it. David said it was a corporate card, but my son accused David of stealing it from me. They both had had too much to drink, so David got fed up and yelled, I'm banging your mama! God, dog. Man. <laughs> My what? son confronted you heard me. <laughs> my, son, my son confronted me and I denied it. But David had told him about the tattoo on my lower back. So my lies don't work. I can't look at my son in the eyes and I cannot stop having sex with David. My son would never tell his father because he's ill and he doesn't want to upset him. Uh, should I be honest with my son? What? <laughs> I, this letter is crazy, and, and I just got to say, okay, I, I need to get a few things straight here. Are you asking us, should you be honest with your son about what he already knows? He already knows you're banging him. You guys are, he already knows this. He told him about the tattoo on your lower back. He would have to know that if you guys were being intimate, you know, having sex, okay? Uh, your son knows. He definitely knows. So what is being honest and telling him going to do. Her mama um, Yeah, her, his mama, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew. I, I'll tell you, it's probably going to make him angrier. It's going to cause him to go probably beat down his friend since he's known uh, since second grade. I, I just, how unsmart of you to give your employee, your accountant, your credit card for personal stuff and what? Does, he works for you. Doesn't he have his own money? And how stupid of him to use it while he was out with, his, with your son. This has to have your son really, really mad. He has to be livid about this. And I know this is, this is either changed or broken up their relationship or, or it's going to break up their friendship, even though you didn't say that. But, I, I mean, what guy can, can still hang out with his best friend who's, quote, banging his mama? Okay, come on now. You can't even look at him the same way. Uh, no one can in good conscience. Uh, that's why this is more than just you being honest with your son. That's not exactly what this letter is about because it changes the whole dynamic of you, you know, your mother and son relationship here. Uh, it changes his relationship with his best friend. I hope you're right about him telling your husband or not telling your husband because your husband is sick. I, I think the best thing you can do is get your credit card back. And even though you say you can't stop having sex with David, you need to stop having sex with David. Get your credit card back and, and then try to mend, if you can, your mother-son relationship. And thank God that your son isn't going to tell your husband. All right, Steve. This is crazy. 55-year-old uh, <laughs> married woman successful. Sleeping with my son's best friend. Woo. I be damned. <laughs> <laughs> It's too much. Everybody's, everybody's saying yeah. that, you know. And they 27. You, the, why the letter, the letter, the subject of this letter is 
the cat is out the bed. It's way bigger than the cat. The yeah. mountain lion is loose <laughs> in the damn room. <laughs> Rename this damn letter. But Early. the cat is out the bag, ain't it? <laughs> She's too. The pit bull is lockjawed on my ass. We can <laughs> just, we need, first let's rename the damn letter. What's say it again? The, the pit, bull. pit bull is lockjawed <laughs> on my ass. I'll say but, okay. Uncle Larry and sugar honey iced tea in the middle of the flow. We can change this letter to a lot of things, uh -huh. but the cat out, out the bag is a little bit too light. All right, you're sleeping with your son's best friend. They 27. Mm. Your son's friend uh, works as an accountant. Now, all your employees is working home. But David, now we say the best friend who we'll call David. The name David is important. And because David came into the office to complete. Now, the reason she chose to call him David because mm. David as in who slayed the giant. Oh, Goliath. Okay. That's why she want to go with David. She's trying uh -huh. to keep it biblical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With your sinning self. <laughs> <laughs> David came into the office to complete our annual taxes. And that's when it started. He came on to me one day and it was very abrupt. Uh, it ain't come out of nowhere. Then she say, but I like how he handled the situation. What, what, what situation? See, if it happened abruptly, what situation? Hold on, Steve. We're going to have part oh, two of response coming up at 23 <laughs> minutes after the cat is out of the bag right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, the cat is out of the bag, or as you say, the pit bull has... The pit bull has locked y'all on my ass. Yes. <laughs> uh, here's another title. The bull is in the china shop, and boy, is he pissed. It's a lot of titles, but the cat out the bag ain't nothing. 55-year-old married successful woman is sleeping with her son's best friend. They've been friends since the second grade. Now, both of them 27. The best friend, who we'll call David, she wants to call him David because that's the dude in the Bible that slayed the giant and um, has been working for you for a year as your accountant. Uh, and then uh, the rest of the employees work for home during COVID. Uh, David came into the office to complete the annual taxes, and that's when it started, she say. He came on to me one day, and it was very abrupt. Now, listen to me. Ain't no young-ass dude finna go and hit on his boy's mama abruptly without mm. having been led this way. Yes. He got Come to on. have been thinking something was going on. You have been talking about, oh, how handsome you look today. Oh, you said, look at you, David. You done grew up in to be quite some young man. See, mm -hmm. this the part you left out the letter, because this boy ain't just do this all of a sudden. Well, she said he was flirting with her. He said he, she, he, he was tired no, no. of her flirting. <laughs> she, I know this, but Shirley, mm -hmm. this is what caused it. So what I'm saying is how she wrote the letter. He came on me one day, and it was abruptly. Oh, but yeah. But then all of a sudden, uh -huh. I like the way he handled the situation because uh -huh. you've been thinking about it. Yeah. Ripping your clothes off, sloppy kissing. I can't say I ain't want it. He told me he was tired of me flirting with him because you have. Uh-huh. You've been leading this boy on. He tired of you flirting with him. This time he gave you what he wanted. And he been giving it to you since April. Ooh. Now the other employees is back at work. And you try to avoid David until everybody leave for the day. 
every day. <laughs> David and my son still hang out. And recently, David made a big mistake. Okay, now, this is where the young boy stuff come in at because yeah. he's young. Yeah. He's young. He don't know what he's doing. So here we go. They're out drinking. And uh, David, your little lover boy, offered to pay the tab. Lover boy. And he mistakenly uh, pulled out your, her credit card that she had been letting him use to go shopping and for personal items. Your son saw it and asked David about it. David said it was a corporate card, but your son accused David of stealing it from you. Mm, mm, mm. They had both had too much to drink, so David got fed up and yelled out, I'm banging your mama. The next word she says is my son confronted me and I did not. Wait a minute, hold up. Oh, oh, oh. There's so much missing in this letter. Because right really now, is. the this I'm banging your mama. We now have to change the letter from there's a mountain lion in the room. We have uh-huh, to change uh-huh. the letter from it's a pit bull lock jawed on my ass. We uh-huh. have to change the letter from there's a bull in the china shop and boys yeah. he pissed. Uh-huh. To can you all help me? My son is on death row. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because, because, because yeah. I, there is mm-hmm. no way in yeah. real life mm-hmm. a dude can yell out, because I'm banging your mama. Oh. Yeah. And then crazy. your son confronted you. What? <laughs> right. Where is that going at? I don't know how this letter ain't about an ass whipping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hospital visits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's liable? Mm-hmm. As right. an employer, do HR, am I responsible for his hospital bills? <laughs> <laughs> Is manslaughter right. an option uh-huh. if he, where's all this at in the letter? Right. So then your son confronted you and you denied it. But David had told him that David, the little drunk ass boy, told him about the tattoo on my lower back. She says, so my lies don't work. I can't look my son in the eyes, and I can't stop having sex with David. My mm. son would never tell his father because he's ill, and he doesn't want to upset him. <laughs> Should I be honest with my son? Now, Shirley says, your son already knows. Well, not really. What See, this is where, Shirley, men and women d- defer. Mm-hmm. Listen to me, lady. Lie, 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 <laughs> lie, <laughs> lie. <laughs> don't lie, you lie. dare admit to this. Yeah, I, he saw the tattoo on your back. Yeah, because you wore a top that came up when you was looking for something on the top shelf, and he came into the office, and a couple people noticed the tattoo. That's how he saw the tattoo. Another you don't lie. admit to this. Yes. So you, don't, you don't admit to, to your grave. Yeah. Just okay. keep lying. Let me ask you something, Shirley. What good is the truth going to do? Well, Just I don't help think me with sh- that part. No, 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 no. I didn't say she should be honest. I don't think that at all. I, I don't think that. So this, well, that's what she point. said. Should yeah. I be honest? No. Hell uh-huh. no. Continue <laughs> to lie. Now, Shirley did say you need to stop sleeping with this little boy that's going to ruin your life. Yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> 
And give him, get your credit card back and move on. Oh, skip that. Why ain't your boy whooping his ass? <laughs> you back to that. <laughs> All right, post your comments on today's I'm Strawberry your Letter. your ass just for saying it. Steve Harvey yeah. FM on Instagram and Facebook. Junior and Sports Talk up next. Sports. Oh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. Well, it up. up. Yeah. Why are you taking your up? Wait, oh, no. Oh, okay, wow. I get to it. Oh, week 10 in the NFL. Good I'm week sorry. of games, man. Yeah, I know. Hold I on, man. Let me okay. Get my off. Yeah, oh, I see. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Do week 10, <laughs> man. Great game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Buffalo Bills. Ended on a the hell Arizona Mary. Cardinals and the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> what are we talking about them for? <laughs> well, that man, we good, good game. DeAndre Hopkins called it. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Carla is from Houston. Yeah. Tommy is from Houston, and Junior is from Houston. Go yeah. ahead. Why yeah. is we talking about the Cardinals uh, and the Saints? Big... Had a big game right last now. night. They Woo-hoo. beat the San Francisco 49ers 27-13. The Saints! Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Who then that? also, the Los Angeles Rams shocked everybody and upset the, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> No yeah. shocker here, though, man. Shouts out to Cam Newton and the New England Patriots as they also beat the Baltimore Ravens 23-17 oh, in, a, in a messy game. Uh, Tom Brady, the great, the GOAT, he won uh, 46-23 over it's the It's only two Panthers. minutes left. Let's stop know, this right now. And Let's the game talk about the damn game. You want to talk about That's important. the Take Cleveland Browns. What? Man, the Cleveland Browns. What? Uh, uh, just squeaked by the Houston Texans. Squeak by ten yeah, to they seven. Squeak by. They squeak by. Hey, hey, I, hey. Why you have to take the jacket off with this Cleveland Browns shirt on? You ain't having it on all morning. Squeaking would be good if this was Twister. Squeaking <laughs> is a good word to use if we playing with a slinky. You know, uh-huh. we squeezing our putty dough through mm-hmm. our fingers. Just a football game. Yeah. Cleveland Browns yeah. whooped. Whoop. Whoop. The no Texans ass. What? <laughs> ten, it's 10-7. Ten, it 10 to 7 is not a whoop. All y'all got was 7? <laughs> All y'all got was 10. <laughs> what, what, we did what we needed to do to win. And hold up. Listen to this. At the end of the game, when Chubb broke loose. <laughs> and ran out of bounds. He ran out of bounds at the one on purpose. To avoid humiliating y'all's ass, <laughs> I, saw I saw that. I saw that You don't. You're not getting away with this right here. And I'm surprised you wait till the last two minutes to bring up the Cleveland Browns against the Texans. Yeah, I told y'all. This listen to me. This is not your this segment. Is, <laughs> this is the. Hey, I asked the Lord to change me from being a person that rubs it in their face, smears it all up around their mouth. No, I asked him to change me. And sometimes I found out when you pray for stuff, the answer is no. So uh-huh. he didn't change me. So I'm rubbing <laughs> it in your damn face. <laughs> Cleveland Browns kicked the we Texas to go. tail. <laughs> President uh, Obama on 60 Minutes, he addressed Donald Trump. I mean, when Trump's last decision. time y'all won? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Woo! in a press tour for his show new book, Blast you okay? Sports is over. Go ahead, show. <laughs> you all right, Steve? Yeah, sports is over. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, you guys know uh, President Obama has a, a brand new book out. It's called A Promised Land. Um, 
he's commenting on the quarantine that the 2020 presidential election has become, okay? During his interview on 60 Minutes, he was on 60 Minutes uh, Sunday night, uh, President Obama said that President Trump isn't doing himself uh, a disservice as much as he is the United States at large. So he's not doing himself a disservice, but he's doing the country a disservice. Um, our forever President Obama offered advice to President Trump. Take a listen. Well, a president is a, a public servant. They are temporary occupants of the office by design. And when your time is up, uh, then it is your job to put the country first and think beyond your own ego and your own interests and your own disappointments. Um, my advice to President Trump uh, is if you want at this late stage in the game to be remembered as somebody who put com country first, uh, it's time for you to do the same thing. Nah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> See how this right. works now? From your predecessor. At, at this late in the game, if you want to try to make yourself thought of as somebody who put, he doesn't care about this country. He cares about himself. Uh -huh. And how he'll look in history, you know? Man. He don't care about none of that. It's how he look now. <laughs> it's the only thing that matters to him, man. This dude is... He's, this is the worst president we've ever had. Ever. And gotten the most votes for being the worst president. Mm -hmm. yeah. What Which is a, sad, a sad statement about this country that we're yeah. in. Yeah. 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 Uh, president Obama went on to say, our democracy seems to be teetering on the brink of a crisis. Take a look. We have gone through a presidency that disregarded a whole host of basic institutional norms, uh, expectations we have for a president that have been observed by Republicans and Democrats previously, uh, and maybe most importantly uh, and, and uh, most disconcertingly, what we've seen is what some people call truth decay, <laughs> something that's been accelerated by outgoing President Trump, the sense that not only do we not have to tell the truth, but the truth doesn't even matter. Wow. Woo! You got that right. And he that, nailed and, that and one. You know what, man? And, and that's the thing that's really, really crazy here because the reason the country is so polarized is because whatever he has said, of all the lies he's told, they've been okay with all of them. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, right? Yes. Now, the politicians, yeah. they know better. Yes, mm -hmm. they but do. they going along with it for position, power, and money. But his followers are following blindly like sheep. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that's on the interstate, on the exit ramp, and you see the line just way back. Mm -hmm. People trying to get off the exit ramp. I ne I've never been the person that got in that line. I always go up and try to catch somebody sleeping and cut them. I've <laughs> never been that guy to stand in that line. Yeah. I'm not, not that, I'm always a guy looking for the way that it's mm -hmm. supposed to be done. I don't just believe in you. I don't care who you are. You can't mm -hmm. tell me anything and I believe it. But they think yeah. just because he's the president, whatever comes out of his mouth is the truth, right? It goes beyond him just being the president. <laughs> well, it goes beyond the type of man he is. It is not because he's the president. It's because he's the type of man they aspire to, that he, they look them. up to, that they mm -hmm. admire. Us a lot of people admire Donald he Trump. He being Trump, mm -hmm. okay. Oh, okay. you don't understand how people feel. Uh, there are a lot of men in this country mm -hmm. who if you give them a private jet, 
-hmm. some buildings with their name on it, some golf course, some Playboy bunnies, and some porno stars, mm -hmm. they'll take it. They'll take yeah. it. Yeah. They'll so, take it. Trade they everything in for that. Lies mm -hmm. and all. Soul and the, all. All okay. them families all and wives. It's a lot of men to trade all that in to be him. You better believe All right, believe coming it. up, today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, I got a quick question. I don't want to spend a lot of time because we, we got to get to this NASA story. But what is not conceding? What? So, okay, what? What does that mean? You admit well, Biden won. But you're, he's, yeah. he's, he's been trained by his father uh -huh. and, and his, the culture that he grew up in to mm -hmm. never admit defeat. Okay. You, it would be, it's an act of graciousness or yeah. humility to uh -huh. concede. Yeah. It's, it's what gentlemen do. Right. It's what people of uh, of 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 classy people do. Yeah, it's what every president has done in every right. election preceding this. But you are asking a person who's classless, mm -hmm. who has no morals, no okay. caring of culture, to do something uh, tradition to do something that's traditionally been done. He's incapable. It is. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, it just boggles Completely. the mind. Yeah. All oh. right. We're going to get to this NASA story. It's space news out of NASA. Space X spacecraft carrying four astronauts, one of them a brother, by the way, four astronauts soared into outer space yesterday, headed to the International Space Station. Victor Glover is one of the members, and he is the first black astronaut to live aboard the space station for the next six months. So congratulations to him. He was just All waving right, yesterday before they yeah. took off. Yeah. So quick question. Do you guys think you can live in outer space for six months? Hell no. I'm not going to outer space. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right here on Earth right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We all know the holidays are looking a bit different, and most of America is planning on hitting the road instead of the skies to see family this holiday season. You heard us going rogue last week. We all went rogue, and we're continuing to go rogue by partnering with Nissan to bring you the ultimate Thanksgiving road trip playlist with five different drive modes and advanced technology. The all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue is perfect for your family road trip. And have you seen the features? They're unbeatable, like LED lights and two-tone color options on the exterior. And as we head out for the Thanksgiving holiday, we are looking uh, for your help to create the ultimate rogue trip playlist, okay? So jump on social media and tell us what songs should make our playlist by using the hashtag SHMS Rogue Trip. That's SHMS Rogue Trip to nominate your favorite song. And we want to say thanks to all uh, the all new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Your Thanksgiving road trip just got a whole lot better. Okay, uh, Junior Jodeci, <laughs> I got to hear. I got to hear from you. What is on your favorite Thanksgiving road trip? Like, oh, we don't know. Playlist. What's yeah. on your playlist? Oh, we yeah. know you got well, Jodeci. Yeah. Let's but get we, past I know that, that was, oh. you know, Jodeci. But, you know, when I was going on these road trips with my family, you know, we would load up. You know, <laughs> I got family. saved at 10, but I had no choice. Because the <laughs> playlist was all gospel music for 17 hours. That's how I got saved. <laughs> I, I 
I'm 10. I should not know every Mississippi Mass Choir song. I should know Knit Across. I should not know I'm Not Tired Yet. I should know Your Grace and Mercy. Your okay. Grace and Because yeah. we played it the whole uh-huh. trip. You know, I'm too young to know about the Canton Spirituals. I didn't know that man <laughs> had the same voice I had in the Canton Spirituals. I didn't know he had in, in the Heavenly Choir singing in the heavenly. That was me and him. So I didn't even know I should know send me I'll go I'm too young I'm teen. I had to get saved <laughs> I, I had no clue I ain't know about the upper room come uh, on in the upper room I, <laughs> I didn't even know I'm supposed to know this at send 10. me send me I'll go I'll go <laughs> oh back, send me <laughs> man I'll go that's how I gotta say you know who else I learned if you send me I will go. I I I I say, send me. I go. I was supposed Junior to know. Knew all that oh Lord, send me. Yeah. I go. What? Shirley what else, Junior? Sees, Shirley sees oh, at ten. Oh, that's how I gotta say. Hold my mule. I, I, I ain't supposed to go. know about hold my mule. How am I supposed to know this whole story at ten? Hold I'm telling every kid I know mule. the same story. Wait a minute, Junior. Wait a minute. I ain't supposed to know drive your mama away. I ain't supposed to know about this. You can't stay with me, mama, because you use words like this and that and this and ain't. (laughs) I I, I ain't supposed to know this type of stuff. So the playlist was long. That's how I got saved. That's how I found the Lord on these road trips. That's what happened. All right. Well, thank you, Junior. Coming up, (laughs) our last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks right after this at 49 minutes after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, what a day. Last break of the day on this Monday. You know, it's been such a crazy Monday because it's the day after Sunday and after Junior did sports, it just kind of <laughs> went like so crazy up in here. Uh, and what, what was so crazy about it, Steve? Tell us. Cause, share. Uh, you know, all of us are from uh, three of them, Carla, which we don't count in this disagreement, Carla Junior and Tommy. <laughs> Uh, both all, all are from Houston. Houston. Yeah. And they're big Houston fans. They're big Rocket fans, you know. Yeah. And I'm from Cleveland. You know the pain I've been in mm-hmm. uh, practically all my life until 2016 <laughs> when LeBron brought a championship to the city. That's and, right. Uh, so Sunday when the Texans played the Browns, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, I told Junior, I, I was hoping that the Texans won. Junior, did I not tell you that? Yeah, yeah you did. I told him that. And the reason I told Junior I wanted the Texans to win Uh because I didn't want to be who I was going to have to be if they lost. Naturally. And and they lost. So what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Shirley. After the Texans lost, Uncle Steve uh immediately texts me. The game ain't even been over. They still Uh talking about it. Uh And it's a a meme of him crying, and it say, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't. And, you know, because like I had said earlier, you know, I asked God. Yeah. Uh, during the game to change me. Oh, during the relationship. Uh huh. To stop being the person that rubs it in your face, that smears it all around your uh. mouth. I wanted him to change me. And then, like I said, sometimes when you pray, the answer is no. And obviously, he said no to that. So I came in here. I got to spread it all around your mouth now, up under your nose, make sure you smell it. And, you know, and then Tommy and him come talking about, uh, it was a close game. Close. Uh-huh. 
you know, if this was hard, you get points. Seven, ten, and then you come talking about, that's all I said. All y'all got was seven, then Tom come talking about, all y'all got was ten. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we got what we needed to win. <laughs> I wouldn't give a damn if we got eight. <laughs> a a six-point touchdown and a two-point conversion. I would have been happy with But at the end, uh, Chubb broke loose from him to spank him and then didn't run out of bounds. And because he thought, because he's a thinking football player, and he said, we'll just mm-hmm. kneel twice and the game will be over. I'm not going to give Deshaun Jackson a chance, Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson to come up and do something with it. I, excuse me, I called him Deshaun Jackson because I know they wish they had Lamar Jackson. But my bad. Uh, <laughs> we love Deshaun Jackson. I love, we love him. No, we no, Deshaun it's Deshaun Watson. Watson. I love Deshaun Once Watson. again, you man. keep wanting Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But, you <laughs> got, but I love Deshaun, too. I like him as a player. And then person. DeAndre Hopkins catches a Hail Mary, the one player we gave up. I was oh so mad. Oh, man, he called a Hail Mary to win the game against. Oh, my gosh. I was so uh, mad. The, we could have used him against Cleveland, you know. Buffalo. Buffalo. And I thought that game was over, so it's been a great day. So yeah, I'm here, I'm you know, I wore my Cleveland Browns shirt today. Yeah, just you by know, accident. you didn't wear it till sports came on. Don't say right, you had you it on. Well, it, got, it had got hot, and you talking about this one right here? <laughs> 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 you don't move the microphone. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Don't get, say you've been it, wearing it, it all morning. You wore it when sports came on. Don't. Well, I had it on, but my jacket was zipped up because it was cold, but then it got hot. <laughs> and so, mm. It got hot right at sports day. talk. Congratulations to the right Browns. Yeah. Hey, y'all, let me say this uh, in Come closing. Mm-hmm. All of us, uh, we, we got to keep the faith. Now, we have a job to do in Georgia. We have an election that's still up two Senate seats. Uh, they're counting on us not to do right. Now, the, the, the ads have been nasty and ugly and all of this. All we have to do is do what we're supposed to do. I'm asking everybody who did not register to vote in the presidential election. I mean, you have to December 7th to register to vote and just go to vote.org uh, for this election on January 5th, the Senate race. Uh, the last day to register is December 7th. So we're trying to get all new people registered that didn't participate in the words of all said. It felt good for him to feel like he was a part of something. Uh, to the brothers that did not vote, I want you to feel like you're a part of something. I want you to get registered by December 7th, and we're going to have to go vote. Now, early voting begins December 14th through the 31st. Early voting begins Atlanta, Fulton County, Savannah, Columbia, Brunswick. We still have work to do. We have to send a clear message to them that we are serious about our stake in this thing. So uh, all of these people, man, who are walking around, you know, it's really sad to me. Uh, the, the lady that's running against Raphael Warnick, uh, she made a statement, and they keep making this statement, and I want to straighten something out to help people who don't understand. She said, black lives matter, but all lives matter. See, let's stop this. When people say black lives matter, they're not saying that black lives are the only lives that should matter. That's not the statement. We're, we're not an evil people. We are glad that all lives matter. All black lives matter is saying is can our lives matter the same as everybody else's? Black lives should matter just like anybody else's life. So this woman who's running for Senate who keeps using that blue lives matter, white lives matter, we're not saying they don't. All of them do. But can ours count just like everybody else's? If you're not understanding that, it's simply because you're not listening. 
it's not fake news that there's racial injustice in this country. That's not fake news. It's not fake news that this ain't right for us. It's not fake news when you get asked the question, would you want to be treated the same way blacks are being treated and you won't raise your damn hand? You know why? Because you wouldn't. Let's stop, man. We got to start coming together after this election. And so we got some finished work. We got to register to vote and we got to win these two Senate seats in Georgia. And then we'll really know if black lives matter because they votes matter. Huh. How about that? <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 